Good evening. This is a podcast-only feature. Startups seeking financing often turn to venture capital firms. These firms can provide capital, strategic assistance, introductions to potential customers, partners, and employees, and much more. However, venture capital financings are not easy to obtain or close. Entrepreneurs will be better prepared to obtain venture capital financing if they understand the process, the anticipated deal terms, and the potential issues that will arise. In this podcast, we provide an overview of venture capital financings. Actually, in a series of three podcasts. Let's start by having an overview of venture capital financing. To understand the process of obtaining venture financing, it is important to know that venture capitalists typically focus their investment efforts using one or more of the following criteria. Specific industry sectors, software, digital media, semiconductor, mobile, SaaS, biotech, mobile devices, etc. A. Stage of company, early stage seed or series of rounds, or later stage rounds with companies that have achieved meaningful revenues and traction. B. When one company buys controlling stake in another company. This can be friendly and agreed upon, or hostile, which means there exists no agreement between them. And C. Geography, for instance, Silicon Valley, Bangalore, Dubai, etc. Before approaching a venture capitalist, try to learn whether his or her focus aligns with your company and its stage of development. The second key point to understand is that VCs get inundated with investment opportunities, many through unsolicited emails. Almost all of those unsolicited emails are ignored. The best way to get the attention of a VC is to have a warm introduction through a trusted colleague, entrepreneur, or lawyer friendly to the VC. A startup must have a good elevator pitch and a strong investor pitch deck to attract the interest of a VC. Startups should also understand that the venture process can be very time-consuming, just getting a meeting with a principal of a VC firm can take weeks, followed up with more meetings and conversations. This is followed by a presentation to all of the partners of the venture capital fund, and then followed by the issuance and negotiation of a term sheet, with continued due diligence, and finally the drafting and negotiation by lawyers on both sides of numerous legal documents to evidence the investment. Now, let us look at the key issues in negotiating and closing a venture capital round. The first issue, the venture capital term sheet. Most venture capital financings are initially documented by a term sheet prepared by the VC firm and presented to the entrepreneur. The term sheet is an important document, as it signals that the VC firm is serious about an investment and wants to proceed to finalize due diligence and prepare definitive legal investment documents. Before term sheets are issued, most VC firms will have gotten the approval of their investment committee. Term sheets are not a guarantee that a deal will be consummated, but in our experience a high percentage of term sheets that are finalized and signed result in completed financings. The term sheet will cover all of the important facets of the financing, economic issues such as the valuation given to the company, the higher the valuation, the less dilution to the entrepreneur, control issues such as the makeup of the board of directors and what sorts of approval or veto rights the investors will enjoy, and post-closing rights of the investors, such as the right to participate in future financings and rights to get periodic financial information. The term sheet will typically state that it is non-binding, except for certain provisions, such as confidentiality and no shop exclusivity. Although it is not binding, the term sheet is by far the most important document to negotiate with investors. Almost all of the issues that matter will be covered in the term sheet, leaving smaller issues to be resolved in the financing documents that follow. An entrepreneur should think of the term sheet as the blueprint for the relationship with his or her investor, and be sure to give it plenty of attention. There are varying philosophies on the use and extent of term sheets. 
One approach is to have an abbreviated short-form term sheet in which only the most important points in the deal are covered. In that way, it is argued, the principals can focus on the major issues and leave side points to the lawyers when they negotiate the definitive financing documents. Another approach to term sheets is the long-form approach, where virtually all issues that need to be negotiated are raised, so that the drafting and negotiating of the definitive documents can be quicker and easier. The drawback of the short-form approach is that it will leave many issues to be resolved at the definitive document stage, and if they are not resolved, the parties will have spent extra time and legal expense that could have been avoided if the long-form approach had been taken. The advantage of the short-form approach is that it will generally be easier and faster to reach a handshake deal, and some VCs prefer a simple short form of term sheet because they think it will be more appealing to entrepreneurs. In the end, it is usually better for both the investors and the entrepreneur to have a long-form comprehensive term sheet, which will mitigate future problems in the definitive document drafting stage. Valuation of the company. The valuation put on the business is a critical issue for both the entrepreneur and the venture capital investor. The valuation is typically referred to as the pre-money valuation, referring to the agreed-upon value of the company before the new money-slash-capital is invested. For example, if the investors plan to invest $1 million in a financing where the pre-money valuation is agreed to be $3 million, that means that the post-money valuation will be $4 million, and the investors expect to obtain 1 by 4, or 25%, of the company at the closing of the financing. Valuation is negotiable and there is not one right formula or methodology to rely upon. The higher the valuation, the less dilution the entrepreneur will encounter. From the VC's perspective, a lower valuation, resulting in a higher investor stake in the company, means the investment has more upside potential and less risk, creating a higher motivation to assist the company. The key factors that will go into a determination of valuation include the experience and past success of the founders, so-called serial entrepreneurs present less risk, and often command higher valuations. The size of the market opportunity. The proprietary technology already developed by the company. Any initial traction by the company, revenue, partnerships, satisfied customers, favorable publicity, etc. progress towards a minimally viable product. The recurring revenue opportunity of the business model. The capital efficiency of the business model equals that is, Will the company need to burn through significant capital before reaching profitability? Valuations of comparable companies. Whether the company is hot and being pursued by other investors, and the current economic climate. Valuations generally climb when the overall economy is strong, and are lower during economic slumps. While each startup and valuation analysis is unique, the range of valuation for very early stage rounds, often referred to as seed financing, is often between $1 million and $5 million. The valuation range for companies that have gotten some traction and are doing a series around is typically $5 million to $15 million. Now onto the forms of the venture capital investment. The founders of a startup typically hold common stock in the company. Angel investors or venture capitalists will usually invest in the company in one of the following forms. Through a convertible promissory note. The investor is issued a note by the company, convertible into company stock in its next round of financing. The note will have a maturity date, often 12 months from the date of issuance, and will bear interest, usually 4% to 8%. No valuation is set for the company at this time. The investors will usually ask for the right to convert their notes into the stock issued in the next round of financing at a discount to the price paid in the next round valuation. A 20% discount is common. Sometimes there is a cap on the valuation of the company for purposes of the conversion rate, for example, 
I $8 million cap. Convertible note financings are much quicker and easier to document than the typical convertible preferred stock alternative discussed below. Convertible notes are often seen in seed rounds. Another common mode is through a safe, which is short for simple agreement for future equity. First developed by Y Combinator, safes are intended to be an alternative to convertible notes, but they are not debt instruments, unlike a note, a safe has no maturity and does not bear interest. The safe investor makes a cash investment in the company that converts into stock of the company in the next round of financing. Just as with notes, safes can convert at discounts and or at capped valuations. Institutional investors, such as VCs, are less likely to invest in safes, but they can be useful for companies at a very early stage. Yet another mode is through a convertible preferred stock investment, with rights, preferences and privileges set forth in the company's articles of association, and associated financing documents. The preferred stock gives the investors a preference over common shareholders on a sale of the company. Preferred stock also has the upside potential of being able to convert to common stock of the company. Most series of financing rounds are done as convertible preferred stock. There is a strong benefit to the company in issuing preferred stock to investors. It allows the company to issue common stock options to prospective employees at a significantly reduced exercise price than that paid by the investors. This can provide a meaningful incentive to attract and retain the management team and employees. Well, we reach the end of part one here. We will continue to look at venture capital financing in parts two and three, so stay tuned. Also have a listen to our podcast on innovation licenses in the Dubai International Financial Center, or DIFC. You can have your own tech startup too. Thank you for listening, and do get in touch with us by writing in to us at connect at 10leaves.ae. Do also visit our website at www.10leaves.ae. Have a good evening.